Elliot Goldstein is hosting a radio and podcast show out of New Mexico called NMDJ Presents Fly on the Wall. We are building a fresh, fabulous podcast library of musicians, writers, artists, and all good people of note, with many new and exciting guests to come. We are listener-funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. We appreciate your help. We would like to thank Alan Gower for the intro music. Enjoyed the show. Hey guys, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. I'd like to tell you how I got started. Um, I really had no idea on um, the beginnings of what had even where to start. And I stumbled upon Anchor by Spotify. And it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And I'll explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And um, when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast automatically on listening platforms. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on other uh, platforms. And it, Anchor made it so simple. And um, it's all in one place. Everything you need to make a podcast, you can find in one place. And um, the amazing part is it's all free. So um, there is no uh, downside to any of this. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. And again, it's the Anchor app or go anchor.fm. And it's real easy to get started. And um, thank you for listening to Fly on the Wall and uh, back to the show. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Not Your Mother's Radio is listener-funded. If you wish to assist and help keep the station active, funds can be sent via PayPal to Elliot. Is. Not. Your. Mother. At. Gmail.com. Remember, there is only one L and one T in Elliot. Thank you for your assistance. It is appreciated. Today we are very excited to have on board, Bobby Whitlock. Bobby who was born in Memphis, Tennessee is an American singer, songwriter, musician and now painter. He is best known as a member of the blues rock band Derek and the Dominoes, with Eric Clapton. Whitlock's musical career began with Memphis soul acts such as Sam and Dave and Booker T and the MGs before he joined Delaney and Bonnie and Friends. 
His association with Delaney and Bonnie bandmate Eric Clapton led to Whitlock's participation in sessions for George Harrison's 1970 triple album All Things Must Pass and the formation of Derek and the Dominoes. On the band's sole studio album, the critically acclaimed Layla and other assorted love songs, Whitlock wrote or co-wrote eight of the album's 14 tracks, including Tell the Truth, Bellbottom Blues and Why Does Love Got to Be So Sad. Whitlock recorded four solo albums during the 1970s, among them Bobby Whitlock and Raw Velvet, and contributed to albums by Clapton, Dr. John and the Rolling Stones. He then withdrew from music until releasing It's About Time in 1999. Following his return, Whitlock has recorded and performed with his wife, Coca Carmel, and since 2006 with other musicians based in Austin, Texas. So my friends let's join Bobby and Elliot as they discuss music and musicians. But first let's play this cut by Bobby.
That was Bobby's, Where There's a Will. Now let's join the discussion. Hope you enjoy the show. And, um, okay. So, um, whenever we're ready to get started, we can get started. And, um, I'd like to introduce you to, um, my podcast, Not Your Mother's Radio Podcast. And what, um, I'm trying to do here is, um, kind of bring radio back to, to its kind of golden days when, um, uh, music meant something, when the artists who, uh, did the performing, who did the writing, who, you know, who were involved in it were actually, um, uh, the main, you know, the, the main focus and not just the music that they're throwing out now. You, you kind of get yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that takes me back to, uh, uh, Dewey Phillips, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and Red Hot and Blue. And, uh, I knew him. Uh, he was a, uh, a friend of the family on, on my mother's side. Uh-huh. He, he, lived, he lived with his mother, um, Behind my my uh, big mama King, my grandmother, yes. behind her in Memphis, and one door down, uh, and so he 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 knew about my singing when I was a little fella, you know. Yeah. But he's 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 directly responsible for uh, you know breaking Elvis. Right. You know he uh, I mean you know his story. He he had the Red Hot and Blue Blue Store uh, a show. Out of uh, uh, Memphis, and then he he was all around in, in, in those days, and uh, he wound up being in at a station. The last station he was at, I believe, was in Millington, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 you know, we were friends for for as long as I was around, you know, and I was there. And when I left to go do my thing with Delaney and Bonnie, you know, uh, Dewey passed away, so I never saw him again. Oh, oh. But that's a, those days, because what brought him up was when he said when the radio, the, the entertainer, the uh, artist was involved in the actual thing, it was acknowledged <laughs> at yeah. the radio station itself. It was real radio. Right. I mean, I'm just, just uh, he was... Well, he used to do a thing when he was doing it. Did, when he he had two turntables, and he would put uh, the uh, 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 the records on, and turn the t- table on, all right. And he would hold it. And he, he first he would scratch it. He goes back and forth, yeah. just get the right spot. And he would turn the turntables on, and he would hold them with his with his with his finger. And they were talking to like a certain exact moment. Then he'd let it up, and then and it would go. But so he was aware uh, 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 on that scratching that they do now, you know. Yeah. But he was doing it. It was for real. For uh, wow. to, to dial himself in. He was his own engineer as well as as a. Uh, and he picked out the songs he wanted to do. So there's there was the key. Yeah. And yeah, and uh, DJs. Uh, up to like 19, what I know, 71, uh-huh. all right? Uh, DJs were like, uh, they were so important. To, you know, all, all the industry, heads of the industries, you know, uh, kept very close with, with the DJs and program sure. directors for the radio stations. Yeah. Because I mean, they, they used to be to have a thing where it was payola a long time ago. Yes, uh, it was actually payola, like money and stuff. Then that that wouldn't work. 
so that that came to an end, and so they uh, they started, uh, you know, like giving them trips to here or there, you yep. know, buying booze and <laughs> yeah, yeah. all sorts We've, of things. So, I mean, that really that's really how how it all it all began and went went down. And the artist was close with Delaney and Bonnie and me when we started. They they came to Memphis and. Uh, with uh, Doug Gunn and, and Don Nix. And, and Doug had found Delaney and Bonnie out in California. Right. Well, they came to Memphis and heard me uh, and uh, asked if I'd go out and with, uh, uh, with them and put a band together, you know. And we, yeah. and we started with the three of us. And then we got our manager, uh, Alan Teresa, who's, who's a... Uh, Heir to the Dixie Lily Sweetheart Cup Company. Uh-huh. Uh, he took us on a tour, a radio tour of the United States, and we went into all the top stations from uh, LA to New York and down into Atlanta. Uh, walked some of them. We weren't even planning to go in. We just went anyway and showed up and said, "We're we're Delaney, Bonnie, and Bobby, and uh, we're going to put a band together. We'll be back, and we're going to put a band together." And, you know, but we went and played live on air. Right. You know, and uh, so it was planned. Most of it really was. <laughs> we went in anyhow. Uh, that was the way Delaney was about it. Yeah. And uh, there was a, a, a real closeness. And when we did come back, we came back with a killer band. And we were associated and uh, uh, with all, all the radio stations that we had I've been here, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, no, but but you started before that. You were involved with Stax. Yeah, I was the first white artist. Yes, uh, signed to Stax's hip label. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's really where you uh, got your chops. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was re- uh, really really fortunate. I, I and I realized it too uh, because my I cut my teeth on. You know, real, real uh, R&B gospel, yep. uh, real gospel music, uh, real rock and roll, the yep. real thing, you know, Jerry yep. Lee Lewis. And, yep, the real, uh, the, the real Southern stuff. Yeah, the real, the real Southern stuff. And But I had a, a, a open door uh, stacks before I even signed with them uh-huh. to, uh, to go, and I could go and stand and listen to anybody play and record, Whatever the Staples Singers, Albert King, whoever just had Johnny Taylor, whoever might be through the front door, I, I used to go hang there. And, and when I wasn't playing, when uh-huh. with my band off some some place, I would go hang out at Stacks. And, uh, I developed a, a relationship with uh, about everybody there. You know, they're yeah. all good folks. Good. Good down to Ronnie Capone was the engineer. No, uh, proper Booker T and MGs, you know, and, yeah. and uh, Mr. Stewart, Jim Stewart, uh, yeah. and Al Bell, who was the business behind it. But uh, they were wonderful people, you know, and they had, they had a in-house songwriting. You know, Homer Banks and Betty Crutcher, uh-huh. and then uh, uh, Hayes and Porter, Isaac Hayes and David yeah, Porter. That yeah. was in-house songwriting. Yep. You know, that just spun out into now, Isaac, you know, doing that show. I heard a great story that you told about um, Hayes and Porter about the tune Hold On, I'm Coming. <laughs> yeah, that story, you know, uh, they were in the bath. One of them was in the bath, and I think it was uh, uh, Isaac was in the bath, and, and uh, I might have been Dave. <laughs> 
But uh, he, he said, come on, we were late, man, we're late. They used to, uh, they had the same kind of cars, same, uh, uh, dressed alike. They they would show up like they were a band, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and dressed alike, you know, like yeah. color-coordinated. They were, they were their own self-contained songwriting act. Right. But, but one of the, uh, I think David was in the, uh, in the bathroom hundreds. Come on, man! Come on, man! We're gonna be late, you know. And they had somewhere running with their head. Uh, he said, "Well, hold on, man! I'm coming." And yeah, that was yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Wow. And they wrote the song. Yep. And Sam and Dave. I mean, so they wrote it. Then um, went in with the MGs, recorded it. Um, that's that's how it came down. Yeah, yeah. I think you know? I, I think I heard you tell that story at BB King's um, in New York. Oh wow! Use our New York thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a New I'm a New Yorker. Uh, originally, I'm a New Mexican. Coco and me, or did we have a band with us? You had a band. Oh, uh, okay. We had Godfrey Towns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a while ago. And I also saw Derek and the Dominoes at the Fillmore in the day. Oh, you did? Well, yes. In fact, I still I still have my pin, Derek is Eric. Yeah, I, oh, you're probably one of the very few people on the planet that do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I kind of remember those days. But, um... It's amazing your your um, what you've added what you've added to uh, the music 
industry and I, I don't think people really realize it. They know you as a keyboard player, as a piano player, working with Clapton and Derek and the Dominoes. I don't think they realize you wrote more than half of that album. Yeah, uh, I, I did. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was the band, uh, Derek and the Dominoes. That was actually Eric from my band. I mean, that, yeah. we, we had planned on having a longer life. <laughs> but uh-huh. it, did, you know, it went the way that it was. I guess it was predestined to go. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, that. that band, was a, I'm sorry. But matter. That that that, that band. Yeah, the band had a lot of, um, uh, um, you know, kind of demons following it, but it was a great, great band while it lasted. Yeah, and it all it all worked out. Um, in retrospect, uh, it's like, wow, exactly. Well, I mean, we did one of that one thing, and we like one photo shoot. Yeah, we did one mini tour, like a little, little small club tour of Great Britain, and one uh, larger venue uh, tour. Yeah, you know, we did one solo uh, album, that being Layla, another sort of love song. One live album came uh-huh. out of it, and and everything was one off, one yeah. photo shoot. I think yeah. I said everything was one one tour of the states. <laughs> you know, right, right, right. That was it, and that, I guess you. I guess I could see the writing on the wall, you know, and yeah. uh, everybody had to stand back and let everything take its natural course. Right. And uh, thank goodness, uh, well, Eric and I uh, managed to survive ourselves, right. you know, yeah. in, in spite of ourselves. Yes, yes. You know, so he's been he's been clean a long time, so by. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, let, let's just go back a little. I, I, I didn't want to jump that quick, but you actually um, picked up a lot of your um, uh, organ um, knowledge from Booker T. Well, some uh, uh, about the draw, working the draw bars, and a, a, a matter of expression. I mean, I, I, I was free to walk in there and watch him play, uh-huh. and so uh, and. I was all ears and eyes, you know. I'm checking it out and listening to everything that everybody's doing. Right. But Booker used to really work his draw bars and, and get a lot of dimension in the sound and laying the foundation yeah. of over a song. And it, it could actually move the song into where, um, I mean, it's, uh, I'm, as I was saying, that's uh, the, the lyrics groove in. I mean, he actually could make that express, he could express that with the organ, you know, and make it really right, you know. But uh, I got to watch how he did. These days, I believe he's putting punching buttons and he has standard settings that he puts around. Mine, on my play-in, I took mine another step further, you know, uh, because... It, I never played the same thing twice. Right, right, it right. Doesn't, well, yeah, um, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that for yeah, me. The, these new guys are technicians. You're you're, you're an artist. You you actually, uh, you know, you you had to make those sounds come out of that organ. Yeah, and you know they can't. Uh, uh, it has like when you're playing the song, you're, you're performing the song live. I mean, uh-huh. it, it all happens in the moment. Yep, and you can't go back and do what you started in the first place. It all happens in the moment. See, there's no repeat. Even if you play it 
twice that night. It's not the same. Right. But on the organ, it, 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 it's the same. It's the same thing on to do on the organ as well. You know, it never. It's never the same. Yeah, right. And um, so um, uh, from Stax, you went off to um, Delaney and Bonnie, right? That, that was the uh, transition. Yeah. And then yeah. um, there was a problem with Delaney and Bonnie. You stayed, and um, most of the other members went off to uh, Mad Dogs with Leon. Yeah. yeah, not most of them, all of them. Yeah, all of them. Uh, yeah. Everybody like lemmings to the sea. Yeah. I stayed because I had uh, uh, a loyalty and... Uh, 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 to them, you know, because yeah. well, it started with us, right? And then when I, I did two more albums with them, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, to Delaney, to Bonnie from Delaney, and yeah. then the Motel Shot album, yeah. And it was time for me to go, right? Right, yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. Um, but those were incredible, that was an incredible band. That band, um, I mean, that band actually became uh, the foundation. For for a handful of British bands that just kind of ruled everything for for a time, you know, um, um, you know, uh, George Harrison took everybody, uh, the Rolling Stones took a handful, uh, Mad Dogs. Well, George George, George uh, got me in there to put the band together. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It was just me, me, Jim, and Carl. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Bobby Keys and Jim Price came for, yep. for it as well. But uh, nobody took anybody. Everybody left. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. But everybody left, and everybody yeah. everybody kind of made a name for themselves over in England. Um, you know, Bobby Keys obviously went to work for the Stones for for a good number of years. Yeah, and did um, Jim Price. Yeah, yeah, and Price, and um, you, you and you, you and Eric did that. Gr- the great, great Dominoes, and um, I actually saw Jim Gordon. Um, I guess it was maybe in the late seventies, working with Frank Zappa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did a tour with Zapper, I remember. I, I caught that tour at the Garden. And, um, you know, but you, um, you know, you, you, your your flavor, your sound is pretty much what drove um, the Dominoes. That was your sound that, that the Dominoes kind of uh, um, um, bounced off of. You know, it, it was yeah. that southern gospel, you know, rock, you know, a, a blues, R&B feel to it. And you yeah. and, and you and Eric had like a Sam and Dave thing going on, pretty much. Yeah, it worked out really well. You know, I had to drop from my own uh, well of resources and influence, and uh, it was it was a lot deeper than I I, I knew. Uh-huh. But that's all I had was that. And uh, when we started doing our thing, it seemed the natural thing to do for, right. for us to sing that way. You know, and our singing a duet with someone comes real natural for me. Yeah, and that and and you pretty much um, it was like um, you um, it was like that old uh, shout, you know, the shout and response thing. Eric would sing, and you would follow him. You know, like right behind him. That's right. Yeah, just like Sam and Dave. Yeah, just like Sam and Dave. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's why I brought it to the table like that. Yeah, yeah, And, and. it worked, I, I understand, and I appreciate well, what you just said about my, my sound. Yeah. Uh, see, an organ is more than just a color. Right. You know, a, a foundation. Yep. It actually can move the direction of what where the song is, because it's, it's, 
it, it works in there if the, if the artist, the organ players, and dialed in with who, who, whomever it may be that, or whatever it is, you know, they work together and uh -huh. it kind of, and it, and, and it kind of uh, flows like, yep. I've got my hand out in front of me. Yeah. It's like, that, you know, they all kind of, it's like a, a painting. You know? Yeah, yeah, I'm a piano player. I mean, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm well, you get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it, but I'm not in, you know, I'm not in the league that you're in. But I, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I've been playing for a long time. You're, you're, you're an artist. I, you know, you made the sound. I kind of copied it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, well, my, my, uh, uh, my piano. I my piano playing and organ playing two different things. Right, right, right. Now understand when I understand when the first. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's Breakfast Biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Piano pieces you played was Beware of Darkness. Yeah, exactly. We went in, uh, and we were, well, well, I was the only American there. Right. You know, Bobby and, and, and nobody, nobody had showed up. Carl, Jim, nobody. I was at this, when we were the very first jam, and uh, uh, I'm, I might have been the second second number uh -huh. that we did. But we, was, everybody kind of getting introduced to each other, and what, no better way for any people who are strangers to uh, them playing together, you know. Yeah. Like Willie Nelson said, you don't get close any closer to anybody than playing music with them. Yes, yeah, true. You know, and and but that was a way of uh, uh, you know saying hello <laughs> to yeah, yeah. you know our, our souls. Saying hello to each other, introducing themselves to each other uh -huh. through music. Well, I walked up, man. I was in my head, you know. I'm, my mom played piano, uh -huh. and I heard piano, you know, from the music that I listened to when I was growing up. But uh, and I heard it all throughout. My my dad was a Baptist preacher, so I heard it every Sunday, wow. you know, uh, uh, every Sunday that rolled around. Um, uh, some somebody, my mom or somebody else, playing the piano. So I heard it, uh -huh. but uh, I never played it. You know, so when I I played, started playing old pump organ in the living room, just getting it to make some noise, and wow. not realizing that I was going to one day <laughs> put that to to test and use it. And when all, all the pump organ on all things must pass album, uh -huh. you know, and. Uh, uh, but I, I never knew that I was going to be playing a piano. Right. And then uh, we walked into the session, and Eric plugged in. And I and uh, one of those, uh, somebody else is on my B3. I don't know if one of the, uh, the Gary's, I'm not 
sure which one. Yeah. Oh, and I'll beat there, and I said, he said, well, get away. And I said, I don't play piano. And I said, that's, he's on, he's on my organ, man. I said, I'm supposed to be playing organ. And he said, well, I want to go play that piano. It was a grand piano. Yeah. I said, I don't play piano. And he said, today, it's a good time to learn. <laughs> <laughs> a good time to learn. Yeah, it would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to start. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, I went over, and, uh, uh, it's, I think it's the I Remember Jeep. And it's, I start, it's in the front of it. You can hear it going, tang, 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 I started, that's, that's the first time I ever played piano. I never played wow. my mama's piano. Wow. Uh, that, and so, but I started drawing, like, from my mother playing, and uh-huh. little Richard, you know, yeah. Memphis Slim. I started, like, pulling from the well. Wow. You know, and it worked out real well. Well, yeah, yeah. As, soon as, and, we, and, as soon as we were finished with that jam, yeah. George walked in the room. And said, hey, hey, man, uh, come in here. And she said, I want, I want you to uh, place on something. And he said, you you come from your gospel background. Yeah. Can you uh, do this for me? And I said, yeah. And then we sat down, and uh, we did uh, Beware of Darkness. Yeah, wow. And... Um
Those jams from um, both uh, from All Things Must Pass and also the Dominoes when they re-released Layla, those jams are incredible. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're as good as the um, you know as the songs and you know as the you know actual songs in those albums. Um, and what a lineup! I think All Things Must Pass. I don't know how you feel about this. Is probably the best solo Beatle album that was ever released. I imagine so. I'm, I, I believe that to be a fact uh, as well. Uh, George just let everybody do what they're supposed to be doing. You know, yeah. he would come around. Uh, he would come around and show show you what what you know the song. You yeah, know? yeah. And I got to hear him before because I was staying out at um, uh, Fire Park for a little bit. Right. Uh, and um, I got to hear him firsthand. Yeah, you know, but, and, uh, but but I, but you know, I mean, Lennon put out some great solo albums. McCartney, you know, put out some great albums. But yeah, I, but yeah. I, I think pound for pound, all things must pass. Um, uh, just is heads above the other ones. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, you know, Harrison was sitting on those songs for years. You know, he's he had a collection of songs that that I guess the Beatles didn't record that he was just itching to get out. Then that band. Yeah. Then that studio band he put together, there, there wasn't a slouch in that band. I mean, that band was just f- on fire. Yeah. So I, I you know, it all, it all. I, I've heard most of all the Beatles records too. I love all the Beatles. Yeah, stuff. I do too. But, but uh, uh, for the whole of whole, yeah. you know, I mean, pound, like you said, pound for pound. All Things Must Pass album is one of the finest records, period. You yeah. know, Beatles or yep. anybody. Yep. Yep. You know, and um, it was, well, it had us as a, uh, the, the uh, root of it, the beginning of it, you know. Uh-huh. That was that was of the beginning of Derek and the Dominoes. Right, 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 right. Well, when yep. we were recording, we formed yep. our band during that recording. Uh, we're just following our instinct and doing what became natural. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I mean, you you were on the album and you think it was great. I wasn't on any Beatle album. I wasn't even close. And I think it's like the greatest, one of the greatest Beatle uh, things ever to come out. And um, yeah. and that too wound up with your with your your um, stamp on it. You know, I mean, yeah. how, you know, it, it didn't sound like um, anything that any of the Beatles did. And you know, I, I know, I know, Spectre produced it, so that gave it a little, you know, his sound to it. But even the stripped-down version, when Harrison remixed it, that has uh, the Delaney and Bonnie sound all over it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it couldn't help but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because it had us. Yep. We were the foundation and root of it, and yep. those records, you know. Well, and uh, that's that's the uh, similarity for sure uh-huh. between Derek and the Dominoes and all these in the past is. You know our our influence. You know, mind yep. call and uh, Jim's uh, is all over those records. Yes, yes, yes. Know. So, um, 
so after that album, um, you, I guess you stayed in England and um, started working with Eric? Well, yeah, and we uh, went back. We did um, the whole thing that happened with the dominoes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and after after we finished our thing on the road, we went back and we one attempt at a, at a, a, a studio album, which failed and the band imploded. Uh-huh. I stayed. Jim had already had a, he had already set up. He was leaving the. Uh, uh, play with traffic after that. Oh yeah, 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 our, yeah, yeah. The blind faith. Yeah, he, uh, he was already set up to play with traffic. Yeah, and uh, Carl had already arranged to go play with uh, Leon. So I mean, they were like hired guns as well. <laughs> you know, just like Dwayne. I couldn't believe it. You know, like, yeah. Eric and I both kind of like, well, what, what the fuck is this? You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're leaving. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. so it just only added to the more. Of the reasons for it not to happen, their their hearts wasn't in it. Eric's and my 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 hearts were both in it. You know that yes. we were all about having the band, right. even though Eric knew that he was going to be a solo act. Um, well, he and I were talking one time. We're pulling into the Hurtwood, and he was driving. And, and uh, I said, "Well, uh, what are we going to do now? You know about the, our situation." Yeah. Uh, I knew he was going to go into hiding, and um, he said, the, the office will put something together. We'll play again eventually. You know, he said, yeah. the office will put... So everybody, that's that's how it was all arranged. Right. You right, know, right, right, after, right. That, after that, his life was arranged, even though he was staying at Hurtwood and not leaving and not coming out for a couple of years. What I did, I said, well... I can go ahead on and, and, because we're going to come back and play again, you know, sure. Eric and myself. And so I went on and um, I was banging my head against the wall in Ascot and I, and I was decided, I'm, this is not working for me. It's going downhill quicker than Eric. And I decided to walk away from everything and come to the United States. Uh-huh. But I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go out and play in England or anywhere. Yeah. Uh, couldn't do it. And uh, I came back to the you know land of the free, the home and the brave, and uh, decided I, that's the only place I knew where I could actually book a gig and go play. Sure. And so I said, "Shit, I don't care if I." As a matter of fact, it happened when I uh, was flying through the air in that Daytona when I crashed that thing. Uh, it was like I'm not supposed to go this way, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm flying through midair, and it, it's all in a flash. You know, I said, let me walk away from this and I'll play every honky-tonk from Memphis to L.A. Right. And boom, you know, <laughs> and I walked away from this thing. Yeah. And uh, I made good my promise to myself uh, to do just that. And, I, and it was no problem for me to pick up and just go back to the United States and start all sure. over again. Right, right, right. You know, I was, I was happy to do it. I, I paid my own way and paid the band and bought all the equipment and I... Uh, sound system in the business and we went on tour playing I ever I'll be talking from Memphis to LA, you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And so I but, but Eric would never come he wasn't coming out, you yeah, know. So yeah. uh, he wasn't coming out of hibernation. So I went on with my life. And Let's... then when I did decide to go back over, uh he had the uh, Carl and them those guys, oh I decided well I'm gonna go back over and sit and and 
pick my life up back over there because I could do what I wanted to. I felt in any time. I said, that's my gig, you know. Sure. But the, he had moved on into doing that thing. I, uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't fit that genre of where he w- was headed with what he was doing. Right. And uh-huh. so, uh, and then I got you know because of uh, a minor drug bust, I got uh, couldn't come back into Great Britain for ten years. Yeah. And so my my life that pretty much was over as far as getting there. I went back to England, I guess, it was in 1983 or four, something right, like right. that. And, uh, uh, and then from there, I went on to Ireland and lived there for five uh-huh. years. But I mean, prior to that, you got to play with the Lennon. You did the live Lennon set. No, I didn't play with John Lennon. No, you didn't. I, I, no, I knew him, but I didn't play with him. Bobby Keys, he, he did. He's their big buddy. Oh, oh, I thought you did his Christmas show with him, that live set. No, I no, I'm that's uh, uh, I didn't do anything. Okay. We were that was the very end of the the Delaney Bonnie tour. It was out of control. I had so much uh, over my head yeah. uh, with the the Brownlands, you know, and their egos, and right. it was just. Uh, so pretentious, and uh, well, everybody's loading up to go out there, hooting and hollering and raising hell, getting ready to go to do to uh, be on John Lennon, the John Lennon thing. Uh-huh. And, I, and I told Eric, I said, I'm okay. not going. And I said, Can I hang out? Can I hang out here by myself? He said, Yeah, man, just do that. Cool. And so uh, when I, I I just hung out and built a big fire in the living room, uh-huh. made myself something to eat, and nice. a nice cup of tea. While they were all out there hooting and hollering, they were hooting and hollering when they left, and I could hear them coming back, hooting and hollering even louder. <laughs> even louder. And it was like, I could not wait till this thing was over, right, you know? Right. Yeah, it yeah. was a huge ego trip that Delaney and Bonnie were on. Yeah, you know it was it was so big that they could ride it themselves. You know they could yeah. actually mount it, yeah. and that yeah. was the end of that was the end of them. Right. You know, yeah. uh, uh, when we were on our way back, and everybody everybody was uh, making plans to do the uh, Mad Dogs and Englishmen thing mm-hmm. right in front of Lonnie and Bonnie, and they didn't even realize it yeah. because they're so wrapped up in themselves. Yeah, and they, they uh, re- and, and they really thought that they were headliners at the time. That you know, yeah, 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 yeah. they thought they were the ones drawing. It was Eric Clapton yeah. drawing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, how about Exile? Did you play on Exile on Main Street? I did. Yeah, I, I did. did play on it. Yeah, I sure did. Even though they didn't credit me with it, uh-huh. uh, I'm, uh, I just want to see his face. That's me yep. uh, on electric piano. Um, I had gone. Uh, I was at my place in Ascot, and Bobby Keys called me one time. He was always calling me about one thing or another. Uh-huh. And then he called me and said, Hey, hey B. Dub, come on down here, you know, Santa, Santa Fe, and um, uh, hang out with us. You know, they, yeah. they're, they're getting ready to play. They're getting ready to record stones. And I said, All right. Now, I wasn't doing anything. I jumped on the plane next morning and flew down to uh-huh. France and was hanging. And, um, just did the old normal thing, you know, just yeah. kind of partied a little bit. And then they got themselves plugged in to record. I left. Right. Went back to my place in Ascot. Uh-huh. They got finished doing their thing down there. Came back, and it was like six or seven months later, you know, uh, get another call from Bobby Keith. Hey, B-Dubs, 
Jimmy Miller wants to talk to you. Come on down here to Olympic. Jimmy wants to finish the conversation you guys started. Yeah. And I, I had talked to Jimmy Miller. Right, Jimmy Miller. Uh, yeah. And he was their 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 uh, uh, producer. Yeah. And uh, he and I struck up a conversation, and he wanted, wanted to sign me to his uh, production company. Uh-huh. And, but we had to stop our conversation because the Stones started uh, recording. And... Uh, See, they'd been busy fixing this house up into a big, giant recording studio. Right. Uh, you know, everybody in different rooms and stuff. But uh-huh. anyway, they managed to pull it off. And, uh, well, Bobby called me and said, Jimmy wants to talk to me. I jumped in my car, drove down to uh, Olympic, went in there and talked to Jimmy for a little while. And they were, were waiting around. Keith had gone out to score. And so they're just all kind of standing around. Charlie was just kind of meandering around. Mick Taylor was just, and, and Jagger, everybody just kind of roaming around doing nothing, you know. Uh-huh. And I, I finished my conversation and I'm headed out the, through the big uh, studio room and, and Mick told me, Mick uh, Jagger said, hey Bobby, he said, wasn't your dad a, a, a preacher, a minister or something? He said, can you play me a, 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 a gospel feel? And so there was a, a, a Warwick's or pianos sitting right in the middle, little brown Warwick's sitting in the middle of the floor. Uh-huh. And I went over and I turned up full volume, full vibrato, and started playing. Just He had a uh, notebook in his hand. Yeah. And then I started playing. And then he, uh, then Charlie kind of started rolling in. And then Nick Taylor went back there and grabbed the bass and started playing the bass. And then Nick Jackson started
and that was 15 or 20 minutes, I guess, was uh-huh. jam, jam. And then that was, uh, Keith came through the door uh-huh. and was all, looked all pleased about things. And uh, that jam was over, I went on home. And I didn't find out about it until about six months or a year later in George Greif's office and Jimmy Miller's uh, manager who yeah. was doing a deal with me. Uh, Joe Zagarino came in with the uh, exile and all excited about the, how it sounded. And I, I, at the very end of it, that didn't even uh, mention my name. I said, so that's me. They didn't even give me credit or anything. It pissed wow. me off. And so uh, I never listened to him first time in all those years. Yeah. And then about a year ago or so, Coco uh, and I were talking about this. And she said, well, you're the songwriter on that because it, you started it and everybody else uh, fell in on it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And so then I went, yeah, oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, you're all, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I put it out there. She bought yeah. me a, a, a wallet and I put it on. I put it on, on uh, I played it one day and just put it out there. Cool. She got it just for me to do that. Yeah. Um, you're living in Austin now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a matter yeah, of fact. yeah, yeah. I'm in New Mexico. I'm, I'm, I'm your neighbor. Um, yes. Yeah, Where so, in New Mexico are you? I'm uh, right between um, Albuquerque and Santa Fe, a place called Rio Rancho. Rio Rancho. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I spoke to... Um, Mark Benno. Yeah. Yeah, you, you actually did a little something with Mark, right? I, I know you never really recorded Yes, together. as a matter of fact, and I tried to get him uh, uh, to... Uh, Coco and I have done a new... A new we've done a new album. Yeah. And there's, there's a, there was a, a song that Mark had me sing on when Blaney and Bonnie for his first uh-huh. being put together. He lived up in Sky Hill Drive. Right. And it was with a solemn choir, him and Leon. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so, uh, um, that was a great song, uh, Black Sheep Boogaloo. I love that song. But yeah. anyway, he said uh, one day, I was up there hanging out, it was just me and Mark, and Leon was up on top of the house somewhere. And, uh, he, he said, man, let's put you, let's, let's do this. And he had it. It's so long. This is Searching for My Babies, what it was called. Uh-huh. Well, uh, man, it's just really a, Great little song, great groove. Well, I couldn't I couldn't remember anything but so long for my baby, you know. Yeah. And uh, the the heart of it. Well, Coco and I did this great thing, and uh, she wrote. I wrote a verse. She wrote a verse, and and Mark has the first verse in the song. <laughs> and uh, Coco got a verse, and I got a verse, and we did this our own version of this thing. Cool. Just killer, and it's gonna be on our own. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits. 
so don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's Bacon or Sausage Egg and Cheese Biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Oh, really? So long for my baby, yes. Do you, still, be do you still talk to Mark? I was in touch with him here a while back, and I was asking him about putting some guitar on the, this very song, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. And he's he having problems with his hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing, he's doing okay. I'm, I have to talk to him later. I'll tell him you said hello, and, and maybe you guys could do something. Please do, yeah. Yeah, he's in, te- he's in, te- te- yeah, he's in Texas. Yeah, he's uh, not far from me, somewhere outside yeah. Austin. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Um, well, so that's pretty cool. So now, in Derek and the Dominoes, you actually got to sing two lead. You hit two leads on it, you know, vocals. Yeah, well, well however it worked out, is how it worked out, whatever part I was supposed to sing. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, let's see. What do we want to cover? You, you, um, you wound up with some of the greatest producers working with you. I know um, uh, um, Jimmy Miller did one of your albums. Yeah, I was like, I, I signed uh-huh. the deal. I did the deal with him. And, uh, he produced the second album. Uh, me and Andy Johns did his first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Andy Johns did your first album, which, you know, these two producers were the guys that had that whole, um, any, any big British act pretty much came from either one of them. The Stones, yeah, yeah. Traffic, uh, um, yeah, uh, Andy Johns did, worked with everybody, you know, um, the yeah. Beatles, and, you know, everybody. Um so uh, I understand George Harrison on the All Things Must Pass album was a great, great, great guy to work with. He was because he didn't. He didn't. Um, he just let you do what you. Yeah. You, you, what you had you to do. do. You cool. Do, let you put. He didn't tell you what to play. Yeah. Yeah. He may, he may have told you where, uh-huh. but not what to. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, again, we, we spoke about that band. Now. Um, you w- you went to Criteria with Tom Dowd, another great uh, producer. When you uh, yeah, we actually produced it. He was the executive producer. Uh-huh. When we first started to uh, getting things together in there, he came out and handed uh, Eric and me um, uh, chord sheets. Uh-huh. And I, and and I looked at Eric and he said, "I said, what the fuck is this?" <laughs> He said, uh, chord sheets, you know, chord charts. Yeah. And I said, we don't need no fucking charts. You know, badges? We don't yeah, need we no badges. badges. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, the same thing, charts? We don't need yeah, no fucking yeah, charts. We need no fucking charts. Yeah. And so, yeah, he came out and he, he, he picked them back up and come back out and had some kind of other nonsense with numbers. Uh, um, uh, I said, we're going to have to have a little talk, uh-huh. a little powwow. And, uh, I told Eric, I said, man, I, I, I know Tom. I'm, I've been uh, from working in Memphis, you know. I'm doing all the stuff, R&B, R&B stuff. Uh-huh. And I, I said, well, he needs to stay behind the glass. And so Eric said, well, you go tell him that. Yeah. And uh, we we do our part out here. We've already we, we've already plugged in on the road playing these songs. Yes. We were we were, we, we were prepared. Yeah. You know, we had some. We just didn't know what we what we were going to do them in, but we had all the material right. for the album. Uh, um, all the Dwayne Allen stuff is just an added thing. Yeah. But uh, I I went back into the control room and told Tom. I said, "Hey, man, you need to stay back here behind here." And every time Eric and I have said, 
uh, we talked it over, and you stay here, and every time anybody walks into the, the, the uh, uh, studio, turn tape on. Uh-huh. If one person walks in or two, turn tape on. Have tape rolling at all times. And you stay behind the glass. We'll come out here. We'll do our performing out here. You stay behind the glass. He never came out behind the glass until uh, the very last song that we did. And that was when we went back and to do the overdub for the uh, piano coda. Yeah. Uh, uh, we did Thorn Tree in the Garden that day. Yeah. Uh, and he only came out one time to adjust the She's the only girl I've cared for, the only one I've known, and no one ever shared my love. But it all seems so strange to see. She'd never turn her back on me And leave without a last goodbye And if she winds up walking the streets Loving every other man she meets Be the one to answer why Lord, I hope it's not me I never see her face again I never hold her hand And if she's in somebody's arms I know I'll understand But I'm the set girl Oh, Lord I still will be set girl everything down but you know yeah. Domino's actually produced the record cool. it says so on it great album too and that too has the same feel and the same sound as um, All Things Must Pass and Delaney and Bonnie yeah. you know yeah. uh, you know, it could have been like a trilogy you know Delaney and Bonnie on the road and then All Things and then uh, you know uh, you know Layla that could have been yeah, yeah. that's really kind of like a trilogy piece because you know you could see how one led to the next to the next to the next and yeah, and it was Carl, Jim, and me on one, two, and three. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And and I heard some of the Spectre things that he did. He really didn't. Uh, he couldn't capture your sound the way uh, that you guys did. No, yourself. no, uh-uh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried. He tried to get us involved in his sound. Yeah. We didn't know that he was that they were going to plan on putting this record out. You know. Yeah, but yeah. It was out of a day or something. We had him pull it. 
Yep, yep. And, um, you know, and also the mad dogs. I know you weren't um, involved in that, but that, too, has the same kind of a feel to it. You know, yeah, that down south gospel, uh, church-going music, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yep, yep. And um, so uh, Dwayne Allman came into uh, the Layla Sessions, and um, I, I don't know. He, he, You know, some people think it's brilliant. Some people think it was overkill. I would have loved to have heard that stuff um, kind of without it. Just to yeah, just to be able to do uh, do an A B comparison type thing. Like like I've said, it was an added thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eric had had the guitar covered. Uh-huh. You know, uh huh. You know, as far as I was I was concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, again, that that's a that's a classic. So um, you took a little breather from the music world for a while. You you went back home after the Dominoes. Yeah, I went, I came to America and I had my first two albums. Uh-huh. To, and I was playing. I went out yep. and played on the road, did some stuff, and yeah. eventually, you know, I'm, I, I didn't want to get involved in. Uh, I didn't do reggae, you know. I was not. My head was not. You know, I wasn't going to compromise my integrity to right. uh, be uh, commercial. So I, I, I was rather not. If I can't do what I want to do and what I'm supposed to be doing, I won't do anything at all. Yeah. I do what I'm supposed to do. You know, right now is what I'm doing what I'm supposed to I became a painter. Uh-huh. You know, that's just what I do now. Okay. You know, I paint. I still sing Coco and I sing and right. play together and yep. write together. We got records, but I'm a painter now, you know. Sure. And so, uh, I, 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 but I'm, I'm a, a, a better painter than Eric is a, a guitar player. Uh-huh. I, I, because there was no compromise in my life. Okay. I didn't compromise my integrity to be a rock star, you right. know. Yeah, I hear that. You know, I, I, whatever I, I, I was to become, I was to become not because I, I gave anything up, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't sell my soul to anybody. I, I am my, my right, soul. Right, 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 right. You know. And and um, just I, I don't know if you know this, but um, I, I'm, Elton John was your opening act when the Dominoes were on the road. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he used to um, kind of stand on the sides watching you play. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was in his book. Uh, somebody, oh, Coco yeah, read, got yeah, the that, book. That, that was in his book, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was a big influence on Elton. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this one. So, see, I was watching him. Same thing happened with Stevie Winwood, you know. Yeah. No, uh, I'm opening up. We're doing our thing. Uh, I always got to open up with "Give Me Some Love" and "Midnight Hour" and six, uh-huh. six, six, five, seven, eight. So we're doing "Give Me Some Love," and I look up across the stage, and there's Stevie Winwood looking at me. Uh, and I'm going, <laughs> "Oh shit, man! I don't know the third verse." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody. I don't even think.
right. But um, yeah, that too. I mean, Steve did. You know, obviously, you know, it's his tune. He did great. He did great work on it. But you gave it that. Uh, um, you know, that Southern uh, Baptist flair. Yeah, yeah, my touch. My yeah, yeah, you put your touch on it. But yeah, I re- I read that too in the Elton John book that um, you know that that he would stand there and watch you and take mental notes of how you were playing because um, he was like mem- mesmerized by uh, what you were doing. Probably uh, the simplicity of it because I play exactly the same today uh-huh. as I did when I was seventeen years old. Right, right. And your first yeah. album was an Andy John's co-production. Yeah, you you and Andy did that one. Your second one, second one, Jim Miller. Uh huh. And then I have two more uh, with Capricorn. Right. And uh, just there was just more of an experimental time in my life, you know. Uh-huh. And, and you know they say if you haven't got anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Sure. So we'll we'll skip over. Uh, Capricorn, the Capricorn yeah. era. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I really don't have anything to say. I, I, I like the music, you know, and, but I was out, I wasn't in pl- my place. Yeah, no, I understand. That was not where I belonged. I know? understand. And, and, and on all your albums, you had some great uh, guests. You know, the Bramlets played with you, Harrison, uh, Jim Keyes. Well, on my first, on my first album, uh, I decided... Um, well, we had downtime from the dominoes thing. Nobody was doing, you know. Uh-huh. And so I just went ahead and uh, uh, used the time to. I thought, well, I'm, I'm just going to ask everybody that I played with if they want to be on the record. Sure. And so, you know, my first person I picked up a uh, phone and called Eric and asked him, and he said, sure. Count yeah. me in. Yeah. Carl George. He said, count me in, you know. Yep. Uh, Carl was on his way over, but he was too late, so Klaus Lorman was playing um, bass. Yeah. And, of course, Jim Gordon was right there. So it all it all fell together, and then I took the takes over and uh, over to Delaney and Bonnie singing. Yeah, yeah, but Bobby Keys, Jim Price, uh, Kelton. Yeah, they were right there in London. So yeah. it was all, you know. How great was that? I was... I, I,
point in time, the only uh, gospel, real gospel uh, 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 influence and real rhythm and blues influence and real rock and roll influence that there was in Great Britain was standing in Eric's living room, and that was me. Right. And it, and it dawned on me this very thing, not on, but a few years ago, that, that that was it, because they got all their music. I'll, I'll tell you what it was. Uh, I was watching a, a Johnny Cash thing, and he he was back and forth with Johnny about, yeah, all their music they got off of records from the United States, you right. know? yeah, yeah. They had underground black market records and stuff, you know, Radio Caroline, and I, that was a... Uh, other than that, it was skiffle, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning on the lamppost yeah. at the corner. I mean, it's all yeah. that kind of stuff, you right, know? Right, 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 yeah. Herman Sermons. Nor- yeah, Norman Wisdom songs. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so um, you also gave yourself credit for... Um, um, <laughs> I hate to say this, but you gave yourself credit for starting a disco music. Not yeah. you, not you, but the Dominoes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, we because Sidwood took our money, yeah. the Domino money, and started the RSO label. And the right. first thing that came out was um, uh, the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I owe the music listening. Uh, public, you know, um, yeah, yeah. the R&B rock and roll world, you know, my sincere uh-huh. apologies, that was not my intention. <laughs> it wasn't your intentions. Not <laughs> <laughs> well, my intentions, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, 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 yeah, know. I'll tell you, I'll tell you another story like that, my, um, um, a, a friend of mine, Michael Shreve, who was, um, Santana's drummer, right, the guy at Woodstock, anyway, um, he was in Santana, for, you know, and, um, he gives himself credit for starting Journey. Um, Santana left their, uh, you know, kind of pop world and went into that uh, jazz fusion thing for a while. And right. uh, and Neil Schoen and Greg Rowley hated it so much they quit and started Journey. So uh, he yeah, gives, yeah. yeah, same kind, same kind of a thing to that one. But uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. A, a disco, yeah. So Robert Stigwood, he, um, yeah, he did. He he, he actually, uh, you know, he, he he brought the Bee Gees to uh, to heights that they never imagined to go to. That's another yeah. that's another band that wound up doing something they never intended to do. Yeah, and well, he well, well, well me, Rob, see, Robert wanted, wanted, didn't want anybody close to Eric, and I was real close to Eric. I lived at Hurtwood with, with him for yeah. a year. Right, right. And right. and so, uh, but Stiggy, uh, he did not want me. Oh, he he he's wanted he. To me to be a, a, in a, a run RSO. He wanted me to. He told me I'll make you the president of my new company. Mm-hmm. And I said I don't. I don't. This is what I do, Robert. You know. I, no. And he and I didn't get on. We didn't jihad together at all. Yeah. You know. We we did not see eye to eye on anything. Right. And so you know. It, uh, I won't get into a whole no. rhetoric on Robert Stigwood because. Yeah. You know, he he was a, like Eric says, a visionary. But I did, his vision wasn't for me. His right. vision was for Eric, not me. Okay. You know, I, I was disposable. Yeah. And you know, and people in those days they would take somebody just off the street and have them uh, uh, given them an important position in something, so they could manipulate the scene. And nobody's going to manipulate Bobby Whitlock's scene ever. Well, nobody you ever know. did. No, you were definitely your own uh, 
you're your own man this whole, the whole trip. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you are. And um, and um, you never gave up your sound. You never gave up your musical beliefs. You, um, you know, you, no. you, you, you you kept that sound alive, and, and somebody had to. And, 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 you know, people ought to be thankful that that Memphis soul sound is, uh, you know, alive and well. I gotta I'll tell you this. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I gotta tell you that uh, I read something here a while back, and and it says uh, the uh, quintessential uh, Memphis accent. Uh, uh, it says this is in the book. Is uh, Elvis Presley, Bobby Whitlock, and Aretha Franklin? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and to have to be a Bobby sandwich with Elvis and Aretha as the as the bread sure. says like blows me away. It makes me smile inside right now. You know? And that's not a, that's not a bad place to be in the legacy of music. It's really not. No, no, no. I'm grateful to be where I am right now. Well, you definitely deserve it. And. um so you took a break from everything. You just kind of um, went to your farm and uh, kicked back, right? I did, and uh, I, I built a farm, uh-huh. and I built it and walked away from it nine years later. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I had a big recording studio and everything. Um, just uh, you know, that is not what I'm where I'm supposed to be. That was not what I was supposed to be doing, you okay. know. But I, I had to I had to withdraw and, and get a hold of myself. Okay. Uh, I had managed to get back on a pharmaceutical uh, roller coaster, alcohol and, and meds from the doctor, you know. Yeah. And um, it took me. That was a, a nine-year journey, mm-hmm. and, and, and I walked in, into my new life. And um, this uh, 13th of October. That's next month. Yeah. Uh, it'll uh, be 20 years now. Oh, good. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Clean and sober. But uh, it was just all boards and nails as far as I was concerned and barbed wire. Uh, I walked away, left it, drove out, and Coco and I started a new life. Right. uh, How long are you and Coco together now? Uh, uh, 19 years. Okay. So, um, so, so, so you finally, so you found your soulmate, and you guys, uh, yeah, and we're we're, yeah. we're still together. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah, that's it's great, and, and that means you know I, I talk to a lot of um, artists, and, and it seems that um, that was like the thing that kind of got everybody back together, back on solid footing. Is 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 um, you know, is a good partner to come home to every night. You know, 
Well, Coco uh, uh, and I are, are uh, we, we started out as, as, as friends, best friends. You know, she yeah. was married to Delaney for thirteen years, oh. and uh, so I mean, our whole story is, is, is a, a Layla saga unto itself. You know, uh-huh. but this this one is real, <laughs> and you yeah. know, so yeah. we've been. So we started our, our lives all over again, you know, sure. both she and I, and uh, well, with as friends. Not we didn't start out as lovers. Yeah, no, yeah. that was not it. Even though everyone said that was true, but it's not true, you know. And here yeah. we are today, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still together after all these years. Yep. And so I, we, our lives, we've been along for the ride. Of, of our life.
as our lives. Yes. You know, uh, Coco and me, just letting life unfold and us doing. I mean, I've been painting now. Uh, uh, last April made it two years. You know, I have probably a, 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 a twelve, fourteen hundred works of art, um, not small, but you know, like thirty yeah. to forty inch. Um, uh, I'm, I, I paint like I have been doing it my whole life because I have. It's it's uh, it happened to right. me, and Coco was. Uh, was directly responsible for me to do it. She, I, I got her some paint. I found some uh, canvas in, in, in an old barn on my uh, farm that we was on here. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I went from one farm in Mississippi to another one here in Texas. You know, <laughs> but, but uh, I found some canvas, and, and she's a great artist. And uh-huh. uh, I gave it to her. And I said, Look what I found. Wants to get you some oils and paint. You know. Where can we see your Where can we see your work? Is it online anywhere? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll look on any of my Facebook sites, but BobbyWhitlockArt.com. Okay. And, yeah, uh, just cool. That's our. Uh, that's my site. But BobbyWhitlockArt.com. Okay. And, and uh, I'm writing that down because I'm going to talk about it um, during uh, the. Yeah. I'm going to keep bringing it up as I do other people's shows too, because I think it's so important that um, you know, uh, um, you you never let yourself pigeonholed. You know, you did your thing, and now uh, you're an artist, and 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 you st- and uh, you, you're working with your wife now. You're still putting out albums. You're doing everything, yeah, and like yeah. you said, you, like you said, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing now. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've got a uh, John Fusco uh, uh, just released a, a, an album, and I got the cover art on it, uh-huh. and it's, it's way way cool. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just out, out of the blue, he, he wants you know. There's a lot of people who I've got thousands of uh, people who are about my art. It's going to be in. Uh, it's already been in, in our uh, top uh, uh, gallery, uh-huh. and uh, and it's, you know they're getting ready to do a whole number with this. Um, I mean, the art world, the art they they love what I do and. Yeah, like yeah. Well, welcome to me with an open arms. Well, when you see it, you understand. You know, you you know what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, I'm actually looking at some of them now. So um, they are incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's what I do, and yeah. uh, uh, I never know what it's going to be until I step back from it and look at it when it's finished, and I go, "Oh, fun! Wow. <laughs> awesome!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm, it just happened to me. Man, how great is that? Yeah, well, I, you know, I had these three canvas, and the uh, first time I tried this, I was this fucking terrible, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And so, and, and uh, uh, she said, just try another one. And, and I'm to the second painting. I fucking hated it, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was just so, just, and the third time, I, saw, I told her, I said, I'm, 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 you do this. I can't do this. I'm, I'm sing, play, write, you know, blah, yeah. blah, yeah. And she said, she's kidding. She said, I've never known you to, not to give up on anything. She said, why don't you just try it one more time? And I went out, and I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> let it go, you know. Yeah. I quit trying to do anything, and I just, and, it, and I backed up, and I went, 
That's really good. <laughs> and uh, uh, she said, that's it, right? She said, you've got it now. Yeah. And uh, I, then I thought, well, she's just, you know, uh, yeah, not trying to make me feel good. You yeah, know? She's yeah. placating my thing. You know? And uh, I had a, one, one Facebook site, and I knew that there were a few artists, you know, painters that were huh. on it. And so I decided to put put this one painting up just to get some an unbiased an unbiased view yeah know? yeah yeah. and uh well i'll put it up and all of a sudden people are, wow this is great you, you, we didn't know you could paint and all this stuff wow. <laughs> where can we get your art can we buy your art? I've, I've, I'm so, I've sold a bunch of it already beautiful uh and it ain't cheap either but uh it's pretty amazing. Well, I just let it go, uh, and that's when it dawned on me that there's one principle, one uh-huh. law. Uh-huh. You know, right? There's one law, and there's not a. Uh, it's the very same one that you dial into with your inspiration. You know, it's that very, very same thing. You know, some music when you open yourself up. What I do. It's like it's akin to taking a guitar solo. Uh You don't know when you're coming in, where you're going, and where it's going to end until it's over. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's what it is for me. My my artwork. Wow. So um, well, I'm glad I'm glad you you, you, I'm glad you found art. Now, what's going to happen? Obviously, we're all locked up because of the pandemic. What are your plans afterwards? Are you going to do any more music? You going to play any clubs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, well, actually, after this year, we're going to take my autobiography from where it ends, uh, ends and and uh, bring it up to date uh-huh. with what's going on. And so we have that already in, in, kind of in place. Musically, Coco and I have something that's, that's going to be coming out. Uh, probably uh, February, March of next year. Okay. You know, this this new CD it is phenomenal. Phenomenal. The best thing I've ever done. Yeah. I've got to say, the best thing I've ever been a part of. She's a producer of it, of course, and uh-huh. playing. We're, we're, we're playing everything. She's <laughs> doing all the well, percussion, drums, and everything. It's uh-huh. amazing. Uh, and bass sax and all everything, and uh, we have some guest guitar players that have come. Uh-huh. Uh, three other players, two from up north and one from, well, two from New York and then one from uh, Memphis. Okay, but um, yeah, that's about all I can tell you about that. Uh-huh. Is that we've got that happening, and I imagine we're just going to continue recording and, and releasing the product and. I mean, now you can get it out. You don't even have to go to a major label and have right. you know and sign your life away and all of your rights yeah. away. Right, right, right. You know, and you you can be your own boss these days. And so, uh, yeah, and I, I would imagine we're going to play eventually. But I, I'm not jumping up and down over my head to go play anywhere. You right. Know? Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, if we do, it's certainly not going to be for us. It's going to be uh-huh. for the public, you know. Okay. Um, I, I don't see me and Eric doing anything here. Very good <laughs> so, you know, you that, know. That, that that that's his problem, not yours. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. I yeah. appreciate that a lot. Yeah, fuck Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he's never come on my show. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so, Bobby, um, you have to do me a favor. I, I'm, an, I'm asking you in front of everybody so you can't say no. Um, when this is all over, I ask everybody to do one thing for me, and I hope you'll do it too. Um, I need an autographed picture of you and um, so I can put it on my studio wall when all this is over. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you just give me your address. Yeah, should I send it to Carol? Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'll be happy. To, I'll be happy to get it to you. Yeah, that's the only thing I ask. And um, one more, one other thing: Will you come on the show with me again? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. W- count on it. Yeah, I had some fun today. This was great. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's kind of it's, it's like a little vacation, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a little vacation. Okay. So, um, anything else we want to talk about, or should we save it for the next time? Say for the next time, I think we've covered a lot of territory. I could talk about this all, all you know. I, I have, I'm good at, at uh, carrying on a conversation, you know, especially with something I know about. Uh-huh. And I'm now talking about something I don't know about, I can't keep in there with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you did a hell of a job today. Great stuff. And, 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 and I'll send you a copy of it.
Well friends this the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Elliot would like to thank Bobby Whitlock and Carol Kay from Chaos Productions for making this happen. Stay safe and please. Check out our other programs. Not Your Mother's Radio is listener funded. If you wish to assist and help keep the station active, funds can be sent via PayPal to Elliot. Is. Not. Your. Mother. At. Gmail.com. Remember, there is only one L and one T in Elliot. Thank you for your assistance. It is appreciated. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Only Wendy's serves a better breakfast with a better biscuit. Our hot buttery breakfast biscuits are loaded with a fresh cracked egg, cheese, and your choice of bacon or sausage. Did we mention the part where Wendy's biscuits are hot and buttery? Wendy's breakfast biscuits, hot and buttery. So don't take a chance with those other guys. Bet on a better breakfast with Wendy's bacon or sausage egg and cheese biscuit. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Fly on the Wall. There are more great interviews to follow so please list us as one of your favorites and be sure to follow. We are listener funded. If you would like to assist our Venmo info is New Mexico DJ service. The PayPal info is New Mexico DJ service at gmail.com. Please remember to share our info. Thanking you all.